0: Glory to Jesus Christ, glory forever, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue with our feast of theophany, a feast of light, of illumination, and we commemorate the Sunday, of course, with our primary commemoration, of course, being the resurrection of our Lord, but with the commemorations also of St. Gregory, Bishop of Nyssa, and St. Theophon, the recluse of Visha Monastery. I think most of us are more uh, attuned to referring to him as St. Theophon the Recluse. Uh, He moved around quite a lot in his life. Uh, But I want to talk a little bit about St. Gregory of Nyssa and Theophon connected. Uh, St. Gregory of Nyssa is, um, well, one of the ecumenical councils calls him father of fathers, And yet, he, if you study the tradition, it's not until the 20th century where he really kind of becomes, how shall I say this? I almost wanted to say landmine, but I don't mean landmine. I mean a a mind from which uh, so much depth uh, and beauty uh, to engage with uh, contemporary thought, Uh, a lot of people turned to Gregory of Nyssa. He has always been, in some ways, in the shadow uh, behind his brother Basil, and maybe even behind his sister Macrina. Uh, Basil, of course, we just celebrate on January 1st. Uh, he will also, he has a liturgy, an anaphora attached to him. Uh, we'll also commemorate him as one of the three great hierarchs. Maybe in the icon of the three great hierarchs, we could have in the background. I know I've at least seen an icon of the entire family of Basil and Gregory and Macrina and their parents, and it just kind of goes out there. And I, I guess from the top, you have Gregory the Wonderworker who brought um, salvation, the word of the gospel, to uh, their part of Cappadocia, close to modern day Armenia, very far over east in Turkey. But you have uh, with Basil, you could have him as kind of in the background with, of the icon of the three hierarchs, because you have John Chrysostom, you have Basil, you have Gregory the Theologian, uh, but you have Gregory of Nyssa. And if you have read any of the works of Gregory of Nyssa and comparing them to the two, the the three, uh, he's more like Gregory the Theologian. Uh, there are places where Basil definitely has his theology, but Gregory of Nyssa uh, Likes to swim in the deep end of the pool, as it were, but not so deep in the pool that there is not a, a lot to learn from him. And just picking up, for example, his commentary on the Beatitudes, uh, his life of Moses is very instructive, and you could spend a lot of time there. Uh, but through scattered throughout his works and some of the minor essays, there's an image uh, that has always stuck with me. Uh, and it's something, it's not completely unique, unique to Gregory, because it gets used later in the tradition. Uh, and It's also used by certain uh, Greek philosophers at the time. But he will talk about the image of man, uh, the soul, as a mirror. And that the mirror is in, especially if we are used to talking about God, uh, humans rather, as made in the image of God. And the way that he talks about this is that we all uh, are mirrors of god we 're mirrors of the invisible world. The problem is, is that the mirror is really, really dirty, and so what we need to do, of course, in order for the light of divinity to shine forth from our souls, is to cleanse it so We stand in the season of theophany, the great initiation, the cleansing power of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection applied to us through our baptisms and lived throughout our lives as we remember and live further into what we were plunged into the death of Christ. This is the beginning of that wiping away of the soot, the dirt, uh, the excess. Um, there's nothing like trying to clean something that has just years and years and years of stuff attached to it. Where you feel like you have to look at all these different bottles. You know, what? what is the stuff that I need that's going to get right through this? Okay, it's not that. It's something else. And the spiritual life can be like this. Where we have certain gunk or things attached to our souls or things that we are attached to that we've tried this way and it's not working so well, so maybe we need to uh, work at it, come at it at a different angle. Maybe God will enlighten us, uh, will open our eyes to something, a truth that we've never beheld before or maybe never fully understood about ourselves, about God, about somebody else. And maybe it's also something that happens where somebody... Approaches us or says a particular word that releases us and allows us to tackle uh, that particular sin with the grace of God with new fervor. And this is where I would like for, to mention just St. Theophon, the recluse, for a moment. Uh, you could probably talk about quite the very two different uh, types. Uh, Gregory of Nyssa, if you want to put him with John the Theologian, Gregory the Theologian, soaring through the air like an eagle. Theophon is uh, much more specific, and didactic. Maybe he's hanging out with the uh, the Desert Fathers or maybe Basil, Gregory of Nyssa's brother. But more detail. If we have ever read, and now I'm forgetting the title, but partly because different books, they take on different names. Uh, or they've been published under different names. So It's the Art of Salvation, uh, where it's not the letters, but it's where he desc- he describes repentance, and the, just the he just goes through painstaking detail about the waking up to sin, the commitment to fighting sin, the need to rely on God's grace, and he just goes through and yeah, kind of an autobiography of a soul awakening and fighting sin, cleaning off. The mirror, little bit by little bit, but doing so uh, purposefully uh, and through, of course, the divine grace, because there's no way for us on our own free will to get that mirror clean. But once that mirror is cleansed, we will shine with the glory of the Holy Spirit, for we will in those around us will encounter God. Something perhaps not for us in this life, something uh, that is, though, a goal for us, as it were, was for all the saints that have gone on before us, who have in their lives, uh, through attending to their own mirrors, cleansing it, they are able to reflect not their own glory, but the glory of God, whom they contemplate, who they adore, whom they worship, and who they rely on for everything. May God awaken us to all the ways in which our mirror needs to be cleansed so that we can have purity of heart, to be able to see clearly and to give God due and righteous worship. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.